What's up, independent agents? Are you driving your clients off to the carrier self-servicing platforms after the sale just to minimize your service demand? Stop doing that with the premier mobile and web agency solution, Glovebox. Now you can keep your clients in front of your agency at all times, all while delivering the carrier self-service experience that will minimize your service costs and absolutely wow your customers. On top of that, Glovebox will help you increase your cross-sales, referrals, and overall retention with an easy-to-use policyholder interface. Trust me, guys, we're using this at Portal Insurance, and this is literally happening. We are selling policies and servicing policies through our app. Schedule your demo with Glovebox today, and be sure to mention the Insurance Guys podcast for 20% off of your subscription for the life of your account. Guys, it's so cool that I can tell my clients, download the Portal app. Thanks, Glovebox. Insurance agents from around the world, welcome to the Insurance Guys podcast, powered by Glovebox. God, I love Glovebox. My name is Scott Howell, your fearless host and leader, insurance agency owner and insurance evangelist for iProtect Insurance and Financial Services, based out of Huntsville, Alabama. And before we get started on today's episode, please help me welcome, he is a six foot three sophomore from Sarah Land, Alabama, parade first team All-American, rivals five-star recruit. He is a fantastic insurance agent and a great American. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together and welcome the incomparable Mr. Bradley Flowers. How are you, Bradley? Great, Scott. How are you today? Best I have ever been. Bradley, why does it feel like we've done like 75 podcasts in the past three or four weeks? It does, because we're getting I ready mean, on for me to go out on leave. I'm telling you right now, should we go ahead on this podcast well i guess this podcast will be coming out afterwards yeah it will but bradley had the most brilliant idea yesterday that i have ever heard of we are going to give not one (laughs) not one but two podcast listeners the opportunity of a lifetime to be scott howell's co-host on the insurance guys podcast for two episodes two episodes apiece so I am looking forward to making that video either today or tomorrow for us to start running some ads related to the ways that you guys can sign up. And Bradley, do you have anything to add? I'm, I'm just fired up about it. I'm excited. I, I am excited about that. I think that'll be good. Unfortunately, the contest will probably be over by the time this releases. I know. Um, but I just got a text message that made me really, really happy two seconds ago and i feel the need to announce it on this podcast go right ahead. uh i got a message from a carrier rep that said have you heard any rumors about us lately and i'm like uh no and the rumor was they were just approved in alabama i'm not going to say who it is because it's not official but everybody listening to this knows who it is anyway continue scott sorry so is it somebody that we can both ride insurance with or is yeah it, like it is it is coastal insurance carriers that i've never heard of before it is it is sorry i know that's like way off base anyway carrier i've been trying to get to alabama for a while so guys we are fired up about being here with you guys today as i always like to say rewards come from action not discussion our job on this podcast is to do one thing and one thing only and my humble opinion is we do a pretty damn good job of it we are here to row the light boat row your boat right over there to the lighthouse to try to make you more money, to make you a better insurance agency, to make you a better agent, a better account manager, a better CSR, 
whatever we can do to help you, that is what we are going to do. And I have a fantastic guest on the show today, and I hope that you guys will listen to this podcast, turn it off, maybe go try to end things that we talk about today in your office. If they work, great. As Mike Stromso likes to say, big doors swing on little hinges. And it's that one tiny little thing that maybe you weren't doing yesterday that you start doing today that could change your whole agency, the complexion, the trajectory of which way your agency is growing and going. And I hope we're able to do that today. So before we get started, let me give this gentleman the introduction he's always deserved. Ladies and gentlemen, he was born, raised, and lives in Brentwood, Tennessee. He is married to the beautiful Rachel, and he attended college at Middle Tennessee State University. He is a broker agent at HQ Insurance with over six years of experience in the insurance industry. He is also known as your boring insurance agent as the director of Connect Nashville Business Networking, a local networking community of over 10,000 business professionals. It's a lot. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my profound honor today to introduce to you First-time guest on the IGP, I give to you, Mr. Josh Minton. How are you, Josh? Doing great. Thank you for that that kind introduction. I appreciate it. Man, thank you for being here, brother. we got a lot to talk about today. I'm excited. I'm excited. So before we get started, I am wildly interested in you for a number of reasons. Take us back in time, climbing my DeLorean. Now, this is two big old boys getting into DeLorean right now. I, I, we're going to fill this thing up. Get in my DeLorean, go back in time. Tell me how you got started in the insurance industry and bring us up to today. Yeah. Well, so I, I went to college for uh, physical education and wanted to be a teacher. And actually, through going through a lot of different professions, ended up with at Hertz Rental Car, was managing rental car locations and decided I wanted to take the jump. I'd been recruited by Liberty Mutual a few times. Um, so I, I made the leap, tried it out and loved it, loved it ever since. Um, in 2019, I made the change from a captive to a broker um, and I've been with HQ ever since. So tell me a little bit about you today in terms of what kind of business you're writing? Is it personal lines? Is it commercial, life? What are you doing? Mainly personal lines in life. Um, Started with Liberty, I had to be a personal lines only. And so I'm starting to really jump more into the commercial lines stuff now as as we speak. Um, But I'm not not wanting to jump too quickly into it and not know enough about it before I maybe make a few mistakes on some things. So working my way in that direction now. Now, There's the next thing I'm wildly interested in. Tell me about HQ Insurance. I did a little research on you guys this morning. I want to hear more about it. Sounds looks like you guys are about the same size agency we are down here. Looks like you are based out of Nashville. And just talk a little bit about what you guys do. Well, HQ Insurance started as a health insurance company. It was Health Quotes USA. Ouch. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> I like our, the name. Yeah, yeah, I love it too, actually. And the the owner actually decided he wanted to get into the PNC business, started that side of it, and that's when HQ Insurance came into play, and we've been growing ever since. Let me but tell I, you something. 
I have about once a month, somebody will go, why don't you sell health insurance? And my response <laughs> to that is, is because I don't have a 35 story high rise and about <laughs> 2 million cubicles to put people in to just sit around and answer billing questions about their policy, questions about what's covered, questions about what's not covered. If you ever want to jump into the healthcare field, ladies and gentlemen, please do not call Scott Howell. <laughs> also, somebody told me an interesting stat the other day. It was a referral partner that in Alabama, Blue Cross Blue Shield controls, I think, like 88% of the market. Right. Like it, and the only two ways to buy from Blue Cross Blue Shield to sell Blue Cross Blue Shield is to either work directly for Blue Cross Blue Shield or work for Alpha, in which case they pay you 1% commission. Um, so that's the other reason why a lot of people don't do health insurance in Alabama. That is correct. I do know agents in other states, mm -hmm. like Virginia, like some other places, where they use health insurance as a leader to get people in the door. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then they're like, hey, now that we're done with that, let's talk about your home and auto insurance. That is not uncommon in some other states, but I would rather do just about anything than sell health insurance because yeah, all it leads to is 5 million questions, 4 million and 75,000 of them. I have no answer. And to. they go to the doctor and they find out they're whatever test isn't covered and they're pissed off at you not anybody else that's exactly right you're looking so, trim and fit today if i don't might say have you, have you been have you been working are out? you talking to me i'm talking to you <laughs> well you, let me you, just I know go you ahead shave, you shaved your beard that's that takes a little bit off let me tell you something I hate every son of a bitch on the Podcasters United <laughs> Facebook Messenger. I hate every single one of them. They started all this 75 hard. I broke my hand hitting a heavy bag. I, I can't even sleep at night because it hurts so bad. And, of course, I can't get in to see a freaking doctor because now – they want you to take a COVID test. Not only that. Well, yeah, that. Plus, I mean, you're trying to get in to see an orthopedic doctor. So they're like, oh, Mr. Howell, we can work you in the, no, the day of <laughs> November 22nd, 2023. Yeah. And then my wife has decided to, to that I need to be on a diet. So she's – let me tell you what we ate last night for dinner. Boy, you shouldn't have got me started on oh, this, Bradley. So we had – Now we know. We had perch. I don't even know what perch looks like. We had grilled perch with Brussels sprouts for freaking dinner last <laughs> Sounds night. Sounds delicious. I'm over I here looking like a damn. Night. I'm over here looking like a damn Holocaust survivor, <laughs> and all these bastards on that damn Podcasters United thing, or you know, wearing their Garmin watches and running four miles a day, or whatever the hell they're doing. God, I'm so mad. At I dinner. feel like there's a story behind how you broke your hand. No, I was hitting that heavy bag, that Everlast heavy bag in my uh my you can, uh, you can my hit the heavy gym. bag. You hit the heavy bag pretty good. I do. And I went to hit it and I didn't have any wraps on. And so when I hit it, I hit the top of one of my knuckles and it and it bent my mm. my wrist down. And I think it just I think it just pulled all my ligaments and stuff in my hand. Ooh. Guys, we got a great podcast for you today. I'm sorry I got off on a tangent, but I'm over here starving to death, looking like a Holocaust survivor. <laughs> Ready for you some could more almost perch. see the you could almost see the the rage in his eyes when I said <laughs> that. Like he turned into the Incredible Hulk. You, you are looking good though. 
get to go home tonight and eat some grilled salmon with some Fried two, caterpillar couscous on a bed of uh, you know balsamic light vinaigrette dressing or something. Anyway, guys, <laughs> fantastic podcast for you today. I want to talk to Josh Minton about what we came here to talk about, and that is we have. I say we, he has put together a ultra cool kind of BNI, but not BNI group of people in Nashville that are funneling him tons of business. And I just want to hear about that. And I think we need to have a conversation about that. And then I'll let Bradley get on his soapbox about BNI. So go ahead, Josh. Well, yeah, Connect Nashville. We're a, a connect or a networking community here in Nashville, in Middle Tennessee. Uh, really based off of um, a, a lender of mine, uh, but a good friend of mine, Tony Bostic with Music City Mortgage. We met a long time. We were both probably six months into our careers, and we're just talking about networking, like how's it going, you know, and everything like that. And neither one of us had really been to a meeting or anything like that that we were able to connect with people. And so the idea really formed from let's just start our own thing. And if nobody comes, then mm-hmm. we'll get to know each other really well. But if people start coming, we can kind of form it the way we want to. So that started probably four or five months of it being us and maybe two or three other people every week, things like that. And then we created a Facebook group. And in the idea of the Facebook group really at the time was everybody's referral ask from that week, we can post it in the groups. So that way the mm-hmm. people that couldn't be there can see it and still help each other out. Well, once we did that, we started getting 20, 30 people to the meetings every week. We were asked to open up other meetings in other locations. Um, and that was back in 2017, I believe. And now we're at six meetings across middle Tennessee every week. We actually have a seventh that we're waiting for the location to let us get back into happy hours once a month that are getting 150 people every single happy hour things like that, and 10,000 members in the Facebook group. So you glossed over it, but seven meetings a week, yes. one a day. One a day. Actually, so, two. yeah, two in one day, actually. So, yeah. So a couple things to this. One, so my, I was going to say this off the air, and I said, no, I'll wait till we get on the air. One of my problems with BNI, and I've even looked at maybe doing my own paid mastermind kind of thing back in the years ago, locally, uh, this is pre-podcast, and you know, like the BNIs are $500, you know, I think for a mastermind, we talked about it was like a hundred bucks. Well, at the end of the day, it's like, wait a minute, we're the product. The people are the product. So like, what are you paying BNI $500 for? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so you could make the argument that, oh, well, you're paying because you have the access to the best of the best. And while that could be true, the problem you run into, especially with some of these startup groups these startup BNI groups is they work you like a dog and it's not, Oh, we're looking for the best of the best echelon mortgage lender. No, we're looking for the first son of a gun. That's going to pay us $500 or $10 a week or whatever it is. Right. And it's like, we'll take you if you can find a mirror and then we'll weed you out. So why do all that when you can create your own group? And one thing that I love about what you've done is not only did you do that and create your own group, but it sounds like a pretty elaborate operation um, and I have no, you know, anybody that's, that's here and all about being, I'm getting business from it. Like, I, like that, that's fine. I'm, I'm cool with that. Like, if that's your thing, that's your thing, but kind of take us through, you know, you and I spoke on the phone a couple of weeks ago, take us through kind of the process of like the way it works and like what you guys do, uh, because there's definitely plenty of agents listening to this that probably want to replicate that in their own town. 
Oh, for sure. So if every meeting has the, has the same bones uh, of the structure of the structure of the meeting, we, everybody goes around and gives us their 60 second elevator pitch, their referral ask for the week. And then we do everything we can to leave 10 minutes at the end of the meeting for people to connect, set some one-to-one meetings, everything like that. So everything really wraps around that. But then what we're doing is our meeting facilitators are taking everybody's referral ask down. Once the meeting's over, we go to the Facebook group and we tag everybody with their referral asks. So you're taking the ask and doing it the opposite. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so we're tagging everybody with it to try to generate more contacts, more business. And the, the crazy thing is, is we see on a weekly basis, people that don't go to those meetings, reading through the post, even posts with like 30, 40 people and getting in the comments saying, Hey, I really want to talk to so-and-so I need your services. Uh, we're seeing referrals being passed from people that they might live 45 minutes away from that meeting, but they're reading the post and they need their services and going from that. So it's, it's actually been pretty cool to see it as we grow to see more and more of that happening. So you got 10,000 members safe to say you can post in there. You can pick, pick a business out of a phone book, find the owner's name and say, Hey, does anybody know this guy or this gal? And you're going to have three or four people in there that probably know them. Probably do. And the one, the one thing I really, so we have a really highly engaged audience. Uh, we, we brought Samantha Vandekamp on with VDK digital um, a long time ago to help us really with the social media aspect of it. And one of the things we found is that our group is highly engaged, a lot of Facebook groups like the hit pages, they, they might have 20,000 members, but they're getting, you know, 4,000 yeah. people that are engaged. Well, with our 10,000, we're at about 7,000 engaged members right now. People that are commenting weekly and things like that and getting engaged. And so the one thing we're doing to keep that from getting work, get going down is we don't allow businesses to come in and just post commercials every day. Mm-hmm. You can't post the, the, the way to get your commercial out is to come to a meeting Tell us what we can do for you and post it. But then on Mondays, we have our welcome post for all of our new members where they can tell us about their business in the comments. And then we have something called Connection Friday. We say, hey, if you haven't made a meeting, put your referral ask in the comments here. We'll try to help you connect that way as well. So we're trying to give everybody ways to promote their business without tons of commercials and deals being posted in there every day. So what are you doing from a, I know BNI can be real rulesy. That was kind of my biggest gripe with it back in the day, 2013, 2014, when I was a young guy uh, getting started. Very rulesy, lots of red tape. Um, you know, they would split the commercial insurance seat up and the personal seat up, and things would get real weird. And life people, pe- yeah, people want to try, yeah, life insurance seat. People want to try to get their buddies in there, and it, it just gets real political. What have you got? And obviously, with a group of 10,000 people, you're going to definitely have some kind of politics. But what have you guys done to kind of combat that and, and kind of what's your what are your checks and balances, I guess, would be the, the question. Well, so none of our meetings are single seat. Anybody can show there aren't rules to them. Anybody right. can show up whenever they want. They don't have to show up if they don't want to, you know, things like that. We even have on Friday, we've got a virtual meeting. So if you can't get to any of the in-person meetings, you can jump on that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing I think it takes a lot of the politicalness <laughs> out of it. Yeah. The fact that anybody, anybody can, can be, yeah, exactly. Like two weeks ago at East our East Nashville meeting, we had like seven lenders, five real estate or five real estate agents and like five insurance guys. And like, mm-hmm. we can all work together. There's enough business. Prove, that we can all prove eat. that you were the best person. Exactly. And then if, if somebody acts like a, a deal weed, they're no longer in the group. Like it's almost a better way to weed out the bad apples 
by having them in the room with people that are doing the same thing that they're doing versus having one person here. You know, I remember in one of the groups that I either visited or tried to join, there was a guy in there. I'm not going to say the business, but like in this group, it was like, oh, he's the best at this. But then like once you did business with him, I was like, oh, this guy's really bad at his job. Like really, really bad, you know? And so, whereas like in a situation where there's like two or three people in that sector of whatever industry in there, you're going to see that a lot faster, you know? And if people can't get along, they don't belong in the groove. And I'm assuming you guys have had that happen as well. We have, I mean, typically we, we tell a lot of people, our focus is to help connect people and whether, regardless of if we're the same, like other insurance agents come along, I'm like, Hey, we can all help each other get better. We don't have to compete with each other. And the people that don't have that mentality typically show up to a meeting and we never see them again. Mm-hmm. People that are only worried about what's coming to me, what's coming to me, we yeah. typically don't see them come back. Interesting. So tell me how many referral leads that you personally Ooh, I was gonna ask are getting <laughs> out of out of 10,000 members. And did you see an uptick in business from when you started it? Yes. Yes, definitely. I, I, gradually, you can kind of see as, it, as the group grows. So for mm-hmm. instance... We had in 2019, into 2019, we only had about 1,500 members in the group. Um, and during COVID, it actually grew rapidly. We were bringing in two, 200 people a week. As that grew, I started seeing more and more referrals. Um, mm-hmm. And then we actually created a, a membership platform with it to where we actually promote your business. So like if somebody goes in there and asks for a recommendation for an insurance agent, my name and the other insurance agent that are members actually are the first, like our page goes in there and recommends them first and says, these are our preferred vendors. Love to connect you with them, things like that. And I can't mm-hmm. tell you, I can't tell you how many referrals I started getting once we started doing that. And it, the, the funny yeah. thing is, is I would get to talk to that person and probably write that business, but then somebody else would read through the comments, see that and call me or email me too and say, Hey, yeah. I saw your preferred vendor. I'd love to talk to you. Do you, um, do you guys get, do you guys encourage people to pick one person or is it like, Hey, pick as, pick as many as you pick, want. Yeah. Get, shop it around. I always encourage people to shop your insurance around, make sure you're with the right carrier for your needs, even as your needs are changing. Um, and most of the people in our group do the same and say, Hey, let me be one of the people you shop with and we can show you what we can do for you. So one thing I like that you've done, what, to what level, obviously you said you saw an increase in business when you started this to, to what level though, has it been like just massive and now the, the referrals from this group are the main thing you're, you're getting main way you're getting your, like what's give me the dynamic there. And I'm going somewhere with this. Yeah. I would say 80 to 85% of my business comes out of connect Nashville. Yeah. Um, whether it's the in-person meetings or whether it's people that I've met mm-hmm. that maybe don't come to the meetings anymore, but are now referral partners, things like mm-hmm. that. I'd say probably 80 to 85. And how many my, years had you been in the business prior to starting this referral group? So we started it in 2017. So I was in two years in. Okay. So yes. not a ton of experience. No. Perfect. <laughs> so Scott and I get a lot of questions from from new agents, especially asking, Hey, I'm getting started in the business or I've been in a year or two years, three years. I'm struggling with this. How do I get more business? That sort of thing. And the, how do I get more business is always a very like up in the air kind of question, because you could ask 50 different people and they're going to give you 50 different answers. Right. And one thing that I've told people in the past, and I certainly didn't come up with this analogy is no matter your experience level, sorry, I'm a little under the weather today. No COVID. No matter your experience level, being the kid in high school who hosts the party is always the better way to go. Regardless of what that is, it may be, hey, you do a podcast. All of a sudden, you're the cool guy in the room. 
does not matter what your experience level is. My definition of cool guy is the person everybody wants to be around. They want to be on your podcast. What you've done, as opposed to joining a networking group that's already existing or not doing anything, is you've said, hey, I'm going to be the guy hosting the party and I'm going to be the one creating the group and then people are going to come to me. And I think it's absolutely brilliant. It's very true. I've actually seen in other, in some of our meetings that I run, like other insurance agents do not come back because they're, well, Josh has got a lot. He's, he's hosting the event. Everything's coming through him, um, which I don't, I don't really push that. I would prefer yeah. them to come. Like we can all help each other, but it's just, it's the nature of the beast. You're in front of everybody. Every Does CJ week. come? CJ comes to, he's actually going to help Good. us with a new one. Okay. I was going um, to put him on blast if he didn't. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. And that's the thing I'm posting in the group every week and people see that. So the people that don't come to the group see my name all the time in the group and, and remember it at, over time. So it's, well, you're exactly right. It's the kid hosting the high school party is the coolest one, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what I tell all of our facilitators. Like it's a little bit of work, but at the end of the day, you're going to differentiate yourself from everybody because you're the one doing that work for everybody. Having that many people though, 10,000 now, I mean, and that rat, you know, it's so crazy that rapid transformation that you went through once you guys implemented the Facebook part of this, the mm-hmm. the Facebook group part of this. That really sounds like the springboard that got you to that next level, so to speak. It really was. What do you do when you get somebody in there that's a troublemaker, drama, political? like wanting to cause stir trouble. I mean, do you, do you guys have to have tough conversation with people sometimes? We've had tough conversations with people. Um, we've had, I like to call them reality checks. Like, Hey, this isn't helping you. This isn't helping you grow your business by acting this way. Um, we've had to kick some people out of the group. We've had to uh, ask people not to come back to meetings before, um, but it doesn't happen very often. And typically the people that would end up being troublemakers weed themselves out in general, because they're not, they're looking at it from the perspective of, well, I haven't gotten anything out of this meeting. I've been twice. And they're saying, well, I'm going to go find something else. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that's, you know, that's not the way to look at networking. Right. <laughs> so, I remember when I started a local group here, uh, Mobile Young Entrepreneurs, we had about 300 members and or close to a thousand. Maybe we had, I think the group had been in existence one month and we had a nut job that came through and we had our first event and we considered hiring security to keep him from coming to the event oh, because wow. he said he was going to come and cause trouble. So I can imagine 10 times that uh, you've, you've definitely, I think you're probably playing a little coy there. I think you've probably definitely had some pretty, uh, pretty ridiculous nut jobs for sure. We haven't had to hire security yet. I'll give you that one. <laughs> we, um, th- we didn't hire security. Oh. <laughs> we considered it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so th- Josh, yeah. If Bradley and I want to start this particular group, Connect Huntsville, Connect Mobile, is is that a possibility? Sure is. Because here's my thing. I'm going to do a segue here with Glovebox. So the Glovebox app, our title sponsor is Glovebox. And I've always said you can either take all the work that Ryan and Andy and those guys have done to create this fantastic mobile app for independent insurance agents. You can take that, use it, uh, help your clients with it, or you can go out yourself 
and hire about five developers, spend ah, somewhere between half a million to two hundred half a million to a million dollars. Then, okay, after we after we get our janky ass app created, because it will be janky. And <laughs> you're but you'll think it's the greatest thing ever because you're the one that did it, right? But it'll be janky. Then you go out to all these carriers, fly all over the US for a year and try to get them to to help, you know, get your app off the ground. And by the time that's all over with, or you could just use the Glovebox app. It's kind of up to you, whichever you can, you know, whichever you prefer. Same thing with this. Like I could go out and hire the social media person and you know, do all the stuff that it would take to get this thing off the ground, which, I, you know, y'all have, it took y'all just a hot minute. It wasn't like you it just like, what, how, how long was it? Three, two, three years? Yeah, really? 2017 is when we started them for sure. Yeah, so, so four years. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, why not just climb on the back of somebody else that's already been there, done that, got the T-shirt, already been to the rodeo, seen the clowns, and utilize what's already out there that is good, maybe not mm-hmm. perfect, but it's good, mm-hmm. rather than go do your janky-ass thing that's <laughs> you're going to have to spend three times as much time to do, and it probably ain't going to work as well. Well, it's, it's funny you say that. We've had a lot of people try to create their own Facebook groups and do it, and do what we do, and a lot of people don't understand the, the work that we put into it. And, right. and and honestly, like I tell a lot of people, there's one person in particular that started one of the, I'm going to run it myself. I'm going to get all, all the leads. But like, I don't want to run our Facebook group by, by myself. We have three of us and like technically our other facilitators help us run it all. And that the, the team atmosphere of it is what makes it work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we're actually, we've got, we're working on a few things now to be able to have that offer. If you want to go to louisville and start a connect louisville things like right. that we're working on that that's coming down the line right the first thing we want to do is the membership platform where we really promote the paid members to our audience and things like that um and then that's our ne- our next step is to start looking at, at things like that we've I, I had a guy that i went to liberty mutual training with back in 2015 who uh is an insurance agent in louisville and he's like i really want to start a connect louisville i was like well let's talk you know think he's seen what we we're doing I think this would work even in a small town. A lot of agents listening to us right now Mm -hmm. are in small town America, Mm -hmm. and they're probably like, they're doing the, he's in Nashville. You can blindfold yourself and get (laughs) 10,000. Well, that might be true, and and, and there are a lot of young professionals, business professionals in, in Nashville, in Louisville, in Huntsville, in Mobile, but I, I contend that you could do, a very similar thing on a smaller scale in a, a, a small population of people and, you know, hand select that what, what I call hand in glove type people that, that ought to be working together. I, I think you could do it in a small town. I don't think it would be 10,000 members strong, but it might be 25, 30. Exactly. Exactly. And, and we actually, we took the approach of we're connect Nashville, but in theory, we, we've actually spread ourselves out to where Connect Middle Tennessee now. We've got one of our our uh, our second meeting we started was Connect Spring Hill. It's a small town just outside, just south of, of Nashville. And that meeting's got 20, 30 people a week at. And we, right. we got about six, 700 people from Spring Hill in the group. So, I mean, there's ways to do it. And there's ways, and I think it helps get your reach of who you are to other cities close to you that would make sense for you to want to write business there. 
for sure. What are you guys charging the members? Is there a fee? There's not a fee for to join the Facebook group. There's not a fee. Our membership platform has three different levels, and it really all depends on what you want out of the the platform. So like our gold membership, you can uh, we we have a weekly email that goes out to all that goes out to anybody on our email list telling you about the meetings that week, any new updates. Our gold members are preferred vendors on that email, uh, you know things like that. So we have a lot of different options starting at 900 for the year, all the way down to $300 for the year. Do you limit the type of business that can join? I mean, so it could be anybody. It could be anybody from car dealership person all the way to a insurance agent and everybody in between. Exactly. We even have a lot of people that join. And in the, like, in the questions, we always have like, what is your business? And they'll put move into Nashville and just need to know people in certain areas, like mm-hmm. I need a new insurance agent. I need X, I need Y. And we let them in too. You know, it's a good way for them, for our businesses to be exposed to people moving to Nashville as well. You ever have any like types of businesses that you don't want them to join? <laughs> That's a really good question. There are a lot of businesses that I would probably say that about, but we don't really limit it to be honest with you. We just want to help people whatever business you're in. We want to be able to help you grow as much as we can. Um, mm-hmm. And so that that's why we don't really limit it with the business that comes into the group. But we, yeah. if something happens there, you know, we're not afraid to say, Hey, this might not be the group for you. Another, <laughs> another solid, solid tip that I use in some of the groups I manage is when people request to join, you can put the questions like the pre-qualifying yes. questions. And for the local business owner group that I did, uh, we had a, uh, where is your business? What's your business? Where is your business located? And where are you located? And you would just be shocked, Scott, at the number of people that just bomb those three questions that like, they can't even make it past those three questions. Oh, yeah. like, uh, you're, you're out, you know, here's my <laughs> question. Here's my question, Josh. And I want to make sure that I'm not saying something that's stupid, but I typically do. <laughs> so what keeps Bradley and I from forming a website called the insurance guys connect and, you know, having insurance agents from all over the country, maybe, it, maybe the front of it's a map of the United States of America and insurance agents that listen to the podcast can go in there and they can register their, their name, picture, phone number, email address, website. And the whole purpose of the whole thing is to connect, you know, insurance agents who have customers like in California that might be moving to Nashville and they can like select an agent from in there to send a referral to because they know that Mr. and Ms. Smith are moving from Los Angeles to Nashville. Nothing. And that's a great idea. Can I join? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I love not, that idea. I'm not the brains of this operation. I barely scratched the eighth grade, so I'm not very smart, <laughs> but you know, it doesn't need to be something where it's like $200 a month join, but like nope. use it, use it as like a connector all over the U S where you know, and, and put the emphasis on the agent. Hey, you want to come do this? You got to at least get on the site and go enter your information in. And yeah. it needs to be pretty detailed, like, you know, name, uh, agency. You might even put in there what you specialize in because let's mm-hmm. say somebody's in San Antonio, Texas, and they specialize in trucking. Well, 
there, you know, there might be a referral that that way in another type of business besides just home and auto insurance. Mm-hmm. But there, there's something to that, and nobody that I know of, I know, like, okay, when you go to like Facebook groups like uh, Insurance Soup and a lot of other, a lot of insurance groups that I even ones I'm a member of, you'll see all the time people that'll say, uh, "Hey, do we have any agents in here in Denver, Colorado?" I've got a client mm-hmm. moving to Denver, but there's nothing that I know of that is specifically, you know, geared towards that where you just, it's just a site for connections. Well, it's funny. So, so CJ um, and I actually talked about that, about creating a, just a, like a, a private Facebook group and just who, who like have somebody in every state, write connect different group. things and connect group and just say, Hey, like I've got somebody, move into Illinois. I'm not licensed there. Who do I have in Illinois or right. you know, things like that? And I think that's a, because how many times does it come? Like maybe your agency isn't licensed everywhere. And they're like, Hey, I'm moving here. It's like, well, I've got to find somebody now. And I don't know if I really trust that person yet because I don't know who they are. Right. Uh, but I think that would be a better way to build that trust. And I actually have thought that I think it's a great idea. Um, like I said, CJ and I talked about it probably about a month or two ago, trying to figure something out like that. Yeah. I, I see that as being a great opportunity for somebody there's also some other ideas I have relative to that. You could do something where you have like a standard document that is on that site mm-hmm. that you can print out to, you know how, if you're a real estate agent in like Tennessee and Bradley's your son-in-law and he wants to buy a house in Mobile. Well, if your mother-in-law calls the real estate agent that has that listing, she gets a finder's fee, Right. Maybe there's some kind of document that you could print out that if you refer somebody, maybe you get 25% of the commission. Obviously, you have to be licensed and all that good stuff. But the new business commission, not renewals. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Oh, you know, yeah. It's a great uh, idea. And tie it to like PayPal or something. So, of course, you don't get the commission unless you get the business. But if you do get the business, you, you, know, you agree to pay the referring agent 25% of that. I don't know. I'm, man, I'm yeah. just a, I'm just a little old bitty guy from Hamilton, Alabama. That's not a dog smart. named Tippy. Yeah. A little <laughs> dog named Tippy. I'll send, you, I'll send you an invite to that Facebook group here in a couple of weeks. So Sweet. About that? Awesome. Awesome. man. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Anyway, I did not mean to, to get off on a tangent there, but I just think there's a great opportunity for somebody there. I have multi-billion dollar ideas every hour. I, I certainly don't have time to follow through with a lot of those ideas. So, uh, what else it. do we need to talk about today, Josh? Tell me what the future holds for Connect Nashville, Connect Huntsville, Connect Mobile. Well, I think first, first and foremost is we're really trying to grow the membership platform on top of growing our meetings. We're about we're looking at opening up a few more meetings here in the Middle Tennessee area. Um, and I think once we've got the platform running smoothly and all of our automation with that done, looking into maybe expanding or like a franchising opportunity type thing, uh, we've talked about doing that in the, in the future. We haven't really gotten into the details on that yet or anything, um, but I know that's something that is on the table or in the back of our minds all the time, for sure. But right now, it's just really helping everybody grow, helping uh, really supporting the Middle Tennessee professionals and, and things like that. Let me tell you what you did. What's that? You did what B and I should have done 10 years ago. But unfortunately for B and I, 
stale male and pale, trying to keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. They're over here doing their thing, still trying to hold on to the old good old days while my boy Josh is over here making it rain. So there you go, B and I. You screwed up. Josh wins. <laughs> are you guys see how are the B there you go, Ivan Meisner? Ivan Meisner in his 60 million square foot house. <laughs> I don't care. Let it we we're gonna have two spots for the Avon lady in every B and I group. <laughs> the Avon lady. Speaking of businesses, I said shouldn't be allowed a- in there. Yeah. Tell, tell me you ain't had an Avon lady in your BNI group, and I'll tell you you're a liar. Everybody's had one. Uh, well, the one I was in was we didn't have one, but also it was uh, a startup. So and every every realtor's <laughs> pitch is big or small, we sell them all. <laughs> just looking for buyers and sellers. That's all just, they say. Just looking for buyers and sellers. <laughs> please, Bradley, please some business, please, please, please. Bradley, Scott, how fast can you get iProtect? Or not, I protect uh, insurance guys connect up and running because I know you you're the man of action. Get it, make now, it happen. Now is not the time to throw any extra projects on me. Come on, so man. I'll say <laughs> two days, two days, two days. You know what's gonna happen, don't you? What's I'm gonna happen? wake up about November and uh, somebody's gonna be on Facebook talking about we just created <laughs> the greatest connection that's ever. And then, and then, and then six, Ivan's will buy it. And then I was going to say six months from now, there'll be a press release come out that they sold out to Vertifor for $620 million. And I'll still be over here without a down paved driveway at my house. That's how that works. <laughs> my goal, Scott, my life goal is, is for us to make enough money for you to pave your driveway. That is my. I, if, I'm telling you, mission. if there is some way, somehow, somebody will screw me out of a dollar, they'll damn sure do it. They will <laughs> flat freaking do it. No, I'm, I tell you, I am, Josh, I am interested in this for Huntsville because we are one of the fastest growing. Pl- yes, you are. I think with but, your team, dude, you could do something like this and do really well. Well, because I, you have I, not only do you have a big team, but an active team, but you've got some characters too. You know, you could almost have. Justin and and Jessica do one, and then you could have Bruce Payne do one where he's. I mean, tell me that would not work where Bruce is at, you know? Yeah. Oh, I'm just telling you this. I ain't creating it. I may, I may, I may give Josh a check and say, we're going to take your platform and create, you know, Huntsville Connect, but Mm -hmm. I'm not coming up with some janky ass Huntsville Connect thing that Scott tries (laughs) to do. That's not happening. Yeah. yeah, we can talk about that. I can see a Connect Huntsville coming down the line. <sighs> Guys, we love you. Josh, we love you. Thank you yeah. so much for being Thank on the you. show. Thank as you. I, I appreciate it. As I always end every podcast, ladies and gentlemen, rewards come from action, not discussion. Get your ass out. For the love of seven pounds, six ounce, sweet baby Jesus, Josh did it. He got out from behind his desk. He went out into the big bad world. He created something special. He now has 10,000 people sending him referrals and probably has more business than a show dog to jump over. Go do that. Go do something. Go run for governor. Go let everybody in your community know that you're the insurance guy or girl. Go make money for your family, for your wife, your husband, your kid's college fund, your parents who are out there struggling today. Go make money for them. 
write good business for the agencies that you represent and write good business for the companies that you represent. Bradley Flowers, I love you. Thanks, man. Thanks, Josh. Josh, I love you too, brother. Hey, I got you. I got my, did I give you my cell phone number? If not, I will. You did not. You did not. Let me close this thing down so that I don't have 675,000 insurance agents calling my cell phone tomorrow. Well, I was going to organize a mass text through through Connect Nashville. (laughs) You can post it, post yeah. it in the 10,000 10, person group. Starting for a good time call. Yeah. Starting at five o'clock, everybody text this person with a hello. Free Nintendo <laughs> DSs. Text guys, here. you are listening to the Insurance Guys podcast. We love each and every one of you. And we hope that you will like and subscribe to our podcast. And we will see you back here real soon. Take care. Bradley, clap us out because I can't clap. Thanks for listening to the Insurance Guys podcast. If you need to know more about me or you need to get in touch with Scott, you can always reach me at theinsuranceguyonline.com or email me at scott at iprotectinsurance.com. And if you need to get in touch with Mr. Bradley Flowers, go to portalinsurance.com or email him at bradley at portalinsurance.com. Guys, we love you. We thank you so much for listening to our show and being a part of our family. And we look forward to seeing you again next week on the next episode of the Insurance Guys podcast. Take care.